Yeah, and so you really want like a like a backboneless agent? No, listing your house? No, they're too sh- chicken shit to tell you that. <laughs> hey, your furniture looks like ass. Hey, <laughs> be nice, be nice, because. What? Welcome to the iBuyer Experiment. We have a lot to talk about today because the Merrill versus NAR lawsuit obtained class action status last week, and it's a big deal. I look at it like, hey, imagine an anthill and you step on it and all the ants just scatter. I feel like that's what happened in the industry last week. Yeah. So let's talk about it, guys. There's a lot of people that don't even know what it meant. Yeah, it wasn't the same. Let's actually <laughs> pillar vacuum and, and, you know, you, your your dad essentially is an attorney. We're around it. What is like, what does class action even mean in like that whole status? Great question, Elliot. So, yeah, let's kind of talk a little bit about what, what the lawsuit is. So, first of all, what happened is back in 2019, these seven home sellers across a few different states and a few different MLSs uh, decided it is unfair that we have to pay the buyer broker commission. And what they did is they followed a lawsuit and they said that NAR was being anti-competitive, violating the Sherman Antitrust Act. And they said that the actions of NAR and the buyer broker compensation agreement is Mm anti-competitive, caused them to pay inflationary commissions and also is, you know, basically unfair. Yep. So that that was the the allegation. Now, since then, uh, because it obtained class action status, what happened is, is they petitioned the court. And they said that we're not the only ones aggrieved here. Anyone under this architecture of compensation was aggrieved. And so what they did is they petitioned the court to make the case class action status across. Now this is this is the big part. So let's talk about the defendants in the case. It's it's the National Association of Realtors. It's also anywhere, which is Caldwell Banker, Century Twenty One, Long and Foster's, Sotheby's. It's Remax. It's Keller Williams. And it's Berkshire Hathaway. Now, all the big boys. All the big boys. And it doesn't just stop there. It also includes 20 different MLSs, most of which are like the top MLSs. Yeah, our MLS is in it, right? Yep. The Arizona Regional MLS oh, is our, in it. Yeah. Um, we will link in the description all of the MLSs that this encompasses. That way, if you're curious, you can just check it out here. Um, and it includes a roughly 40% of the, the realtor ecosystem. That's insane. It's massive. It's massive. And so then, so what it did is it basically allowed any home seller that sold a home with one of those real estate brokerages in one of those MLSs from March 6, 2015 to December 31st of 2020. We're talking like- Yeah, that's a lot of- uh, I have the number for us here. That's, that's about, a lot of transactions. That's about, yeah, rough estimate, about 13 million home sales. Um, I took all of the home sales from 2015 to 2020 and I calculated them to be about 30 some 30 30 something million and then I took 40% of them assuming that 40% of the population of realtors you know it, it's it's a rough estimate it's yeah. not it's yeah, not yeah. great science ballpark. but ballpark about 13 million home sellers potentially can join this class action suit and a potential insane. Of, potential of 300 billion in well, damages I, that could have been in a little bit of an aggressive estimate on my behalf but half a trillion no doubt it's <laughs> when you when you add in trouble damages and whatnot, no doubt, this is big. It's Massive. meaty. It could take down the whole industry. 
Maybe. So, I think it could, I, could because it has a potential. In the article. It has, a, a it has a potential. It has the potential to be a very lengthy, litigious, oh. costly, chaotic mess for years. So, because yeah, like big, big tobacco, when they were taken yeah. down, it took, it took years, yes. and years, and years. So, right, because it's like, not like it's going to happen tomorrow. It's no. exactly this is there's not business the, as usual <laughs> until it's not. Okay, we're done. <laughs> okay, bye. Don't Podcast stress. Over. Uh, no, I don't think the agents need to stress either. No, right? I don't. Either. We don't think that. No, but, there's plenty but, of time to get, get like, ready. So you gave a couple of scenarios, but there's a couple of pieces of it that that are, I think, valid, right? I mean, there's a, that's obviously why it is class action, all of these other things. So you have the, uh, for example, a, a listing that is obtained by a listing agent. They're offering a cooperating commission by that buyer's representative. And I know part of this, right? That was I think added on, or I don't remember if it was a part of the original one, but where the sellers. Uh, aggrieved because they're saying, hey, why am I paying a commission to negotiate against myself? Right. That's that's exactly the merit of the case. Uh, and, you know, to be real. There's 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 validity to that. There's pay, validity to but it. But they're paying the commission to the to the seller. To the listing, the, agent. The listing agent. Right. And then the mm -hmm. listing agent is sharing that commission. That's how that's how it is. But I think it also depends on how it's uh, outlined in the documentation for each different state, because then here's the other pro problem that's that's done in the industry. We all know yeah. how many real estate buyers representatives. Right. It's free to work with me. Right. And the lawsuit kind of mentions it mentions the the whole it's free. My services are free mm -hmm. to you. It's not free. It's not free. And then also something else that I thought was really interesting because I haven't I haven't read Merrill versus NAR. I haven't read the original complaint yet. Uh, but I did print out the ruling for the class action status, and I started reading that, and I only got like 10 pages in. <laughs> but one of the interesting things about this is they allege that the practice, they call it the filtering of the commission field. Mm. And they allege that buyer representatives will filter out lower compensations oh. and not, not show homes. Because the, the whole thing is- I didn't is, know if that was impossible. Is that possible? In some MLSs, yeah. it is, huh? Yeah. Oh. So, or, or people pushing new builds. Or manual. They're manually selecting They're the gonna, ones. Oh, like, oh that's, a, that's a one percent app. And, yep. and to yep. be real, yep. when we take a listing and we have the conversation with the seller about like, hey, yes. my services are 7% and I like to give away three and a half to the buyer broker. I don't like to give away less because I don't want your house not getting shown. And that's just the reality. It's human nature. Or though you charge us up. You're right. When when they go in and, and talk about commission, they'll say, "Well, we got to pay the buyer's agent X amount because that's non-negotiable, and that's what it's going to take for that buyer's representative to put your house at the top of the list." Exactly. And so we all kind of know that it happens, and the lawsuit points it out. So that is, I don't think it bodes well in our favor, to be real. However. I'm I'm reading more of, you know, the the briefings and the commentary on the case and what I'm learning is that even if the plaintiff prevails that legal analysts think that it could take years and years because NAR will appeal and Oh, well, and not only that like where's that I mean, I realize that the lobbyists and there's funds and whatever else, but I mean, when you're talking about billions of dollars, where the, where I mean, yeah, they're going to go after KW, like go after MLSs, all those those places, but event. I mean, when you're talking about 
tens of billions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, th- these companies are only worth half a billion. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, so it doesn't even make sense. Really? Okay. It doesn't. I looked up the market cap for like Anywhere and Remax, and it, it's like, yep. yeah, like half a million or half a billion. Half a billion, yeah. <laughs> Not half a million. Half a million. <laughs> yeah. It's late in the day today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what are we going to do, guys? So you're, you're, you know, you may not have heard of this case. And if, if that's you know, your situation, I'm glad that you were able to get a little informed on it. If you have heard of it and you're wondering how does this impact you and your business, I think that we have some good news for you. So we have yep. some ways that you can inoculate your business against this disruption or inoculate. maybe I like that I buyer disruption. I stole it from Raman Sharma. I like Raman Sharma. I do too. Kind, um, of, kind of a smart person. He's a very kind good, of smart very smart guy. Uh, so how can how can agents really insulate themselves from this sort of disruption? And I think that um, I'll, I'll start with one of the ways. And one of the ways is if you are working with buyers, do not advertise your services as free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's should, a good one. Should be a given. Not free. Start charging them. And that's the number two. Start charging them. Is, or you say, you, you know, you, it's, the, it's the buyer broker conversation. Yep. I charge this, but a lot of times the seller will yep. offer a commission. And, um, but I charge this. So, yeah, here's the cost of the services. And usually there's seller's compensation. And in most cases, it ends up costing you zero out of pocket. Yep. But I think that that's, that's the important piece, right? Is you have to tell them, like, hey, this is actually going to be like what you're willing to pay for the house. Well, that 6% that's being paid by this seller is yep. coming from your loan. Yep. So and therefore, you are paying for it. It's you're just, you're actually the one that's paying for it. It's just Buyer. good business practice too, right? Yeah. Um, keeps keeps the uh, the buyers honest as well, right? I like it. Yeah. Well, before we move on to, I think what we probably all feel is the the biggest pivot agents uh, need to make. Um, it, but the one there's another one. Yeah, there is another one, but I like going back to that commission and house prices, and Jason and I talk about this all the time. I feel that home prices are already inflated, though, by commission, right? Like They are? I, I do. I feel oh, like 100%. it's just- 100%. How many people will say that, hey, I'm going to price my house at X. Well, if the commissions are this, this, and this, and the costs are this, well, then I want this. And it's that inflated price. So if that's the case and our compensation model changes, then who gets the benefit of that house price, of all of our house prices, of the entire U.S. housing stock being inflated by commissions? Who gets the benefit of the that? The seller? Agent. The listing agent? Like, who gets it? It's not going to be it, the buyer. It's it, definitely it, not It'll the be the listing agent or or the seller, it, really. Yeah. It's not going to be the buyer. That's that's the problem, and I think... I mean, the buyer's agent gets gets benefit from it, too, because that inflated price what, is a higher what, commission for Okay, them. so if they say it's, a, it's illegal now to... Hey, uh, you know, a listing agent to offer a commission to the buyer's buyer's agent. Would that mean that all referrals are illegal? Because you could say, That's "Oh, great, just sign a referral. Question. Here's a referral agreement, yes. and refer it, and you and you take, you know, you take your six percent commission, and you just spam off a referral after the after the closing." Yeah, like there could be like all these little there's ways. Yeah, and... there's, I'm sure there's gonna be ways to to still to still pay a a buyer's agent to to be involved in it and. I'm sure most buyers agents or most buyers are going to want representation. Yeah, still charge and then just pay that agent referral mm-hmm. for um, bringing your buyer. Because it would suck to have to sit there and call every single listing agent to go see a house that you want to go see. So you want to go see like five, six houses in a day. That'd be that'd and be you call and arrange it all with the listing agents. Yeah, that'd be a terrible experience for the buyer. And the thing well, about the listing agents, they're not going to want to. 
But I mean, it's like now they're oh. gonna go. They they gotta go show all these houses. But think about Zillow. They already bought Showing Time. Zillow can allow buyers to go on and schedule all of yeah. their home tours right from Zillow, right within the application that we all use and love. Mm-hmm. Yep. That yeah. That that's ripe for disruption, right? That mean that would mean that there's a app technology availability with the with the consumer that they can go on like a Redfin or a uh, that's probably time. why a bunch of agents were pissed when Zillow bought that right yep, yep. absolutely <laughs> they can see the rated writing on the wall yep. yes. well not only it's that but the amount of data that showing times uh it gives as well like right you want to talk about the trends access the lockbox you know what's up yeah and it's all yep. trust right because I mean really if if you can if you can verify a buyer out there if, if a seller can feel the trust to that Hey, this buyer that that came through Showing Time through Zillow is verified through Zillow. Uh-huh. I'm okay with them walk through my exactly. house. Exactly. Yep. Well, and that's I'll like... walk down the street and let them walk through. I mean, I, I let you know you, you sell a car, you let somebody drive it around. You're like, yeah, go go drive yeah. it around the block. Right? Yep, that's part of the process. You get a copy of their license or something that makes you feel okay with it. Well, this is the same with like Airbnb. What did they do? Why are they so successful? They commoditize trust. That's it. It's right. like be some sort of kind of insurance policy that Zillow has, uh, like. They, they Showing have insurance? Certain, yeah, like some yeah. kind of insurance policy um, that they would pay pay for. And then obviously they'd have to do some sort of verification thing. But I think it'd, I think it'd be pretty, pretty simple. Well, maybe it's well, not going to be Zillow that does it, so it like, but us. I mean, think about Uber. Uber, like, I mean, people, you would never, you would never, you know, in a million years be like, yeah, I'm going to go in some stranger's car and they're going to take me somewhere. Right. right. Again, well, commoditized trust. Yeah. It, it was, I think it was Point, that builder that, that bought, or TriPoint. And Lennar, they started doing showing lists. You had to take a picture for their, for their app or their site of your um, ID. It would upload it, it would scan it. Then it would kick you back a code within, and then the showing slot in which that you could access the property. And that's... I- like, to be real, it's smart. It's efficient. It's, it's I, actually I, more secure. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I yeah. mean, you know, you're going to have your properties that you, you're definitely going to want to show. But for your run-of-the-mill properties, like... I guess the, the biggest thing is, as a seller, people that just aren't aren't qualified to come see your house, right? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that is like, the Because you're going to get more people that the just aren't lose. qualified, that just walk, that want to walk through your house to see but your house. But that happens like so all the and, time anyway. Well, is the instant qualifi- uh, qualification yeah, going to come back? but not as much though, right? I mean, you know, Rockets, like what's that technology that they came out with that you could literally put in your social and it qualify you in like seconds? Yeah, and you, it might not be a good... Uh, may not, yeah. Good, say, it would, yeah. That wouldn't bode well for... People like us, but yeah, we're not anyway. going to cash buyer approve you based on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so we only have a few more minutes left, and I want to pivot to the biggest thing yes. that we all yes. know what this means and what agents need to do. Hit it, drum roll. Go for it, Elliot. List more properties. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, it's like so simple. Oh, shocking. Go after sellers. What always guys. has been to me is it who lives like lives. It, yeah, that there's a reason. Yeah, meets <laughs> listings. Leads to leverage, right? Like that's the it's. There's a reason why there's so many analogies, metaphors around being a listing agent, right? It's all, and it's because you're controlling the inventory. You want to attract buyers, control the inventory. Yep, that's right. Not a it's not a difficult concept. So it's all about being able to bring a unique value proposition that's going to allow you to get into those selling conversations. You know, that was one of the things that when we were just talking with Cassidy a second ago. Um, really struck a nerve with me when he's talking about like the VA piece and how and so many LOs miss this opportunity and it's this niche and it's such an amazing product where I think it's the same thing right? I was thinking about our world is where so many people, they will shy away from 
listing houses because they don't want to talk about, uh, you know, uh, preparing the house to to, the, to list on the market, like the, the preconditioning. They don't want to go into a price reduction conversation. They don't want to go into a home selling preparation, what that looks like and the money they may have to invest in. Hey, sorry, your this room looks like crap. It's not going to show well and sell well. Yeah. And so you really want like a, like a backboneless agent no listing your house no they're too sh- chicken shit to tell you that <laughs> hey your furniture looks like ass like, hey be nice be nice because like, let's get I, all this shit. crap I out can, of here can i vouch for jason like you you would never he would never say anything like no, that to a home seller super no. chill. but it's it yeah you know having that's having, funny though yeah. having grace and and empathy and and lovingly yeah we, lovingly we, saying that your stuff looks like ass well, hey, I mean, again, and I, I'm, I'll give a shameless plug here. I think that that's why we're going to continue to see concepts like like Zudilio, PropTech, FinTech things come in. Because yep. the amount of pain points that they solve in the marketplace yeah. is just exponential. It is. You remove everything that we just talked about. You bring in that professional buyer that's not emotional, right? That's actually yep. one of my biggest concerns that we did not talk about is you potentially, if you put this in the power of the buyer dealing with the listing agent, the transaction just went emotional that fast yes because i i do here's the reality guys is is i really believe in buyer representation so do i you know there's certain segments of the market especially i think first-time home buyers or maybe those buyers that are feeling a little stuck and frustrated and and agents just really bring so much value in controlling the emotions and many times it's the difference between getting the home and not getting the home so this has epic Epic, yeah. Um, impact on the industry. Some of the some of the um, uh, contracts and it's just yeah, the, the deals just blow up. Yes, without, over the, without two parties. Over the party silly, inspection. I mean, that's like, like when you really yeah. start thinking about it. Think about the inspection, dude. The amount of like crap that goes on, like even after the contract is accepted. We're only talking about getting the contract. What goes on after the contract's expected? What's the house doesn't appraise? Yeah. Well, that's why I was like, uh, we were talking last week. I don't know if we were talking about this on the podcast or if it was just like in general, but we were talking about how it would be really cool if you could use AI mm. to help, you know, facilitate those negotiations. Upload the rule book. Right? Mm. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you know, you, you get the inspection, you know, AI can take that angry response from the buyer that's like, I want everything fixed and can like filter it through. Yeah. Here's, here's what you should do. Make it palatable. So they're going like, yep. yeah, maybe I should fix the roof. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Here, here's here's a here's a buyer inspections proposed response. <laughs> hey seller, here's how you should respond. <laughs> if you lead with that, do you have a ninety seven percent chance that they won't do shit? <laughs> <laughs> so you did a you did a um uh, Instagram reel about this lawsuit, and we were reading some of the some of the comments, and there was some really feisty comments about realtors, like. You know, like I don't need a realtor. I can just I can find my house online. But then yes. we were on a walk yesterday, last night, and you talked about so you were, much you were saying like, that. well, these people don't understand that the the way the reason why they're able to go and find a house online is because, because of, of an agent. agent. Yes, because the agent listed that property, yep. got pictures taken, submitted it onto the, into the MLS. It got syndicated it with syndicated wherever. with all of, all of, all the different um, mm-hmm. websites. So. People can find houses online. Shocking. Um, so they don't have any, you don't have agents. You're not going to be able to find the houses online. You're going to have yeah. all these little different segments of, you know, I got to go here for this neighborhood and here for that neighborhood. And 
all these different different um, websites to find, I, I, find properties. I see transaction. I know we're pressed on time here, but I see transaction counts with it. If that goes through, um, actually uh, going down. declining. Decreasing. Oh, heck, 100%. Beca- and especially think about it. Like if you especially have a house with termites, for example, termites, right? Let's say it's a $1,500 repair termite drill or yep. 5000 even, right? They're gonna. Most of your people are gonna freak out when they don't have a proper resource to really understand the scope of the issue, or if there's, um, you know, well, windows aren't closing right, right? Oh well, I need them all replaced, and it's just I, I could see it causing an. I guess who's gonna benefit from show. this? Institutional buyers, because people will just say, "Screw it, I'm just gonna rent." Well, and then they're, oh, and or they're gonna come in, pay these companies. These companies are gonna come in and fix all the problems so that the houses are in fantastic condition when they're resold. Hey, so all great stuff. And we could go on for on yeah, and on. This, on, is, on. So this is a juicy topic. This is so juicy. But the one thing I want to leave you with is if you are the agent that represented Christopher Merrill, or if you know Whoa. the agent that represented Christopher Merrill, I would love to talk to you. I would love to That's so cool. take <laughs> your break. The most uh, hated realtor in America, <laughs> no, Christopher it's, Merrill. It, no, it's the seller. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the seller. It was the seller. Oh, yeah. so, you, so that poor agent. <laughs> well, no, but agent, who's the agent? That's, like, that's who's who I want to talk to. Who's the agent Yeah. And you know that they probably can't. They're probably under a gag order. But oh, I'm sure. It's fun to think about. I'm going to find out who that agent was. That's we're gonna, good. That we're, is cool. Yeah, I want to know cool. who it was and those other six home sellers because you have started a ruckus. More than that. You did. So anyway. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, please like, comment, ring that bell. Share. And we'll be back with you next week. Bye.